0: Good morning. Welcome to Deadly Days, Tales of Dark Fantasy. I'm your host, Joe Bandle. I translate and I'm narrating these stories. I do one story a week. Uh, Some of them are going to be longer than others. Today's story is actually going to be quite short. Uh, But anyway the stories that i translate are from approximately the 1890s to the 1920s which would be a period of what's known as uh, german decadent literature a very specific type of literature and i find it very fascinating i specialize in dark fantasy stories, you could say, or horror stories written at that time period, a lot of them by the noted authors Hans Heinz Ewers and Carl uh, Hans Strobel. But I'm also translating stories from the world's first fantasy ma- illustrated fantasy magazine, Dear Orchidian Garden which came out in 1919. And also I translated a series of stories for Sidereal Press who republished a magazine called Cocaine that only came out it had about 4 issues. And some of the stories that you're going to be hearing come from that magazine as well. So there is a variety of stories, a variety of authors, but what we're mainly, uh, a lot of them are, like I said, going to be Karl Hans Strobel or Hans Zinziers, and I've translated those. If you are interested in reading or having physical books of these stories, you can. Go online and you can Google my name, Joe Bandel Band, like a rock and roll band, EL. Or go to lulu.com, L U L-U-L-U, L U, which is where they are published and where you would purchase them. And you can uh, look up by the author or you can go to my, my spotlight page, which lists everything that I've published, which would be www.lulu.com slash spotlight slash anarchist banjo. Uh, that's pretty much it. As far as the orchidian garden, I'm currently working on the last issue of the first year, which would be issue number 18. Uh, so there's quite a number of stories that are there. Now we're going to get into this uh, story, which is called At a Crossroads. This comes out of... I have two books of short stories by Carl Stroll. Strobel. Uh, they're both kind of extension, one's book one and one's book two, and the title's Lemuria. Uh, a lot of these stories are taken from that book LaMuria. And that's this one at a crossroads. Three grey female giants sat at a crossroads. One had her feet propped up against a woodsman's cottage and was scratching the dirt out from between her toes with a dry, bony finger. Hoo, hoo, went the wind through the fir trees and shook them. The woodsman and his wife in the room inside convulsed in a paralyzing terror of a nightmare. A child in a crib whimpered softly. The second made herself very small and cut at the wooden crucifix along the side of the road with a sharp, large knife. First she cut long splinters from the trunk and the crossbeam of the wooden gallows. She sang in a murmur, O'rum, pichorum, rex judae o'rum, Sliver by sliver she cut away at the wood of the Savior's nose until it was entirely gone in the white spot shown out of the dirty and weathered wood. Then she took the knife and scraped with the point of it on the navel of the wooden body. She turned it like a drill in her hands, faster, ever faster, until a large deep hole was bored into the body then she blew the remaining wood chips and dust out of the hole her eyes glowed in the dark like those of a wolf the third sat upright her head towered high over the tops of the black fir trees something squirmed in her hand a fat plump farmer snap she bit off his right foot she crunched and chewed pleasantly Oh, I whimpered the farmer, let let me go with a pleasant grin. she looked at the fat morsel in her hand. I have a wife, my children are waiting for me at home. so said the giantess, my wife, I can't die, so she grinned a grin, grinned again. there is your wife. And she set him down at the window in front of the room. It was light inside. He tried to stand up, but collapsed. The giantess reached into her mouth. Here's your foot. Then the farmer stood on his toes. On the table inside was a lamp. The table was covered. Two mugs of beer, two half-full glasses, Two, plate full of bo- two plates full of bones. In the middle of the table was a dish with a half-carved goose and another with seal meat. On a chair by the door was a riding coat and broad staple hat with two tassels in back. On a chair by the table was a jacket and lederhosen. On the floor in front of the curtain that hid the wide marriage bed was a pair of high boots and a pair of slippers. The farmer turned away from the window. He was pale as a corpse. My children, he stammered. The giantess led him to the pigsty. The farmer trembled as the giantess lifted off the wooden roof with a jerk so he could see inside. There was a fearful stink. A boy sat cowering in the corner, motionless, dirt on his face with bulging eyes. In the other corner, a mother sow stood over a little girl and bored into the white flesh with her snout, tearing large chunks out of the tender body. The little body was still twitching, and the warm blood made the piglets drunk as they pushed and rolled around in it. The two in the bed heard a scream, a piercing scream. High above the black tree tops, the giantess placed the fat morsel in her sturdy mouth with a pleasant grin. Snap! The hard bones broke. Fat and blood ran out of the corners of her mouth. At the crossroads, the second had kindled a fire out of cow dung and dry fir branches under the feet, Of the Crucifix, the naked feet smoldered in the hot flames of cow dung and dry fir branches. The entire body writhed and twisted in pain. The hollow of the body was stuffed with pages she had torn out of an old prayer book. When the tongues of flames reached up and the old yellow paper began to crackle and glow, she jumped over the fire three times in glee. Then, with a serious gesture, she took the rosary from around the neck and threw bead after bead into the fire. Then she hummed, O rum, pecho rum, rex judeo rum. Large, heavy black drops of blood dripped from the cut-off nose, over the pale face, and down the distorted body into the fire where they sizzled and died. At the woodsman's cottage, the giantess had smashed the chimney flue with her big toe. The bricks crashed as they fell down into the fireplace. With a scream, the woodsman's wife came out of the bad dream. Everything was quiet. The clock had stopped. Hoo, hoo went the wind through the fir trees and shook them. Father, she shook the man. Father, what is going on? She shook harder, still harder, despairing. What is going on? She grabbed his hand. It was entirely cold. Jesus, Maria, Joseph, make me a light. A sudden gust of wind tore the clouds apart. The moonlight fell in its purity into the black fir forest and onto the crossroads. Tatters of fog hovered over the treetops. They slowly rose and swam in the glittering moonlight. In the distant village, a hound began to bay noisily. In the woodsman's cottage, a lamp was lit. o room went the toads in the swamp. That's the end of that story. Like I said, a pretty pretty short story. Uh, But kind of gruesome in its own way. That's it for this week. I hope you enjoy this story. Uh, We're going to be doing longer stories. Uh, I'm just kind of trying to mix them up. So we'll see what, what happens. Good night. Bye.